0: You're listening to the Defro Airsoft Podcast, hosted by Stuart Rowe. Meet the legend. Meet, Meet the, the legend. legend. Get to know a local airsoft legend as we take a deep dive and find out all about their call sign, equipment, local airsoft scene, play style, dreams, And the story behind their best Instagram photos. Now, let's Let's meet meet today's today's legend. Hey everyone, I'm Stuart Rowe. Welcome to the Defro Podcast. Today we have our special guest all the way from America. This is Mama Yaga. Thanks for joining us today.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: So I've been checking out your Instagram and you have some really cool uh shots of you doing some uh speedsoft uh in America. Um I don't play that much speedsoft myself, but it is fun. We do have a speedsoft field near uh my house, uh Black Fox, that we play at sometimes. So half of the people I play with are speedsofters, but we don't play speedsoft itself. We just play like regular indoor airsoft. So I understand, like, the, the world you're coming from a little bit, but I really need to play Speedsoft more because it does look really cool, especially yeah, judging the... from your photos.
1: <laughs> yes, it's very, very fun. Like, uh, and there's different leagues too, so there's different roles for different leagues, a little, just a tiny bit of changes that keep it interesting if you want to go across leagues.
0: Nice. I I know nothing about leagues, but that sounds cool. Like, I I, I like the idea of, you know, tracking kills and competing <laughs> with other people, getting a leaderboard and, you know, getting clout. That's cool. Yeah.
1: It's definitely nice. And you you meet when you go play Airsoft even at like open plays and stuff, you meet uh tons of great people. But for some reason when you're doing tournaments and you know the teams, you're researching the teams, and you're watching their gameplays and videos just so you can like kinda learn what their play styles. And then you're using that and meeting them and playing with them and uh you know, you talk a little bit of shit, you get out in the field, and then it's adrenaline. You're like, I want to win, I want to win. And then afterwards, they come up to you, and they're like, hey, good job, or you did this right, or you did this wrong, and you should fix this. And it's just, it's fun to meet people on that level and grow
0: those relationships,
1: like across exactly. the whole country.
0: Exactly. I couldn't agree more. Um, so tell me all about it, yourself. It, Can you give me your self-introduction? Uh, who yeah. Who is Mama Yaga?
1: Like, why I joined and everything, or started playing and all of that?
0: Sure. Or just
1: like me. Okay, so, um, Yaga. well, I'm a mom. (laughs) Definitely a mom. I have a four-year-old boy who, anyone who's played with me at open plays or tournaments or practices, anything like that, you've probably met him because he comes with me almost all the time. It's a little bit chaotic. Um, I love reading whenever I'm not playing Airsoft. I'm 30. I'm super nerdy. And I'm trying to think, uh,
0: obviously like the John Wick know. movies.
1: Yes, I like John Wick. <laughs> I like movies in general. I, I love movies. Um, so Mamiaga Yeah, my call sign actually wasn't even going to be Mamiaga. I was struggling really hard, and I have a T Rex tattoo. So T Rex arms
0: or T Rex dinosaur? Like
1: it's an actual like, it's like a skull. A girl the skull. Like a T Rex skull in her. Um so anyway, my teammates started calling me Rex and my first tournament I went to with like a iron on shirt that said Rex on it. And when I left from that tournament, everyone kept saying Mama Yaga, like the, like the people who didn't know me, it's my first time down in Nashville playing in uh Nashville, Tennessee. And they just knew who knew me by Mama Yaga, and I was like, Oh my cause I had like a patch. that said it and i didn't mean for that to like be my call sign it was like a joke and then it caught on so quickly and everyone knew who i was and i was like i like that way more than rex anyways i'm gonna run with it so that's yeah it was just a joke because my husband had the baba yaga patch and then he got me the mama yaga patch (laughs) and it glows in the dark and everything so
0: hey hey, it works like the best nicknames are the ones that you don't give yourself like for a true nickname someone else has to give it to you
1: yeah and I like never really had that. I my grandma called me peanut growing up, like peanut and pumpkin, but that's it. Like you know, I never I, had I, someone I called, just give me. I nickname. called my
0: daughter that too. Yeah. <laughs> all right, cool. Nickname. So, how did you get into airsoft?
1: Um, so I got into airsoft because my husband was diagnosed with cancer. Um, right oh before... shit! I'm sorry. Yeah, he's he's in remission. Thank you. Um, it was right before all the COVID stuff happened, and um. He was diagnosed with cancer and then was going through treatments and then COVID happened. And his immune system was already, like, down. And uh, we had to find ways to pass time, you know, keep his spirits up and stay a little bit isolated. So we had, like, one time he was like, can we please go play airsoft? I never played before. I was terrified to do it. And I was like, well, how am I going to tell my husband who has cancer? No. (laughs) like... (laughs) (laughs) I so was do like, that. fine, I'm like, you fine. And I'll do it. So I went and because um, he was like, we have masks. We know that people are going. We can all isolate or uh, quarantine for time before going and then we'll be good. So I'm like, OK, cool, let's do it. So we went and we did it. And I was a total dumbass. I wasn't wearing like a chest rig, nothing. I had like a sports bra on and got my very first shot it was straight in the nibble. And I'm telling you, it was the worst thing <laughs> ever. <laughs>
0: it, was, it stings it stings Yeah.
1: yes oh my goodness i was like there's literally a youtube video of me it was my very first game and you can hear me go ow that was right in my nipple and i i didn't make that youtube video but you'll,
0: you'll get some views from that
1: yeah so it definitely that's a
0: grade clickbait.
1: Mm-hmm, absolutely but yes yeah, so, and i i fell in love i was i was just like I really like this. So then we tried again in another like year or two Like getting shot that. in the nipple? Mm-hmm. Maybe a little bit. I was kidding. <laughs> no, just airsoft. <laughs> no, just airsoft. It was a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, so. that's that's what I hear from people. So like. Um... When people play airsoft the first time, they're always like nervous and stuff like that. But as soon as like they get their first kill or something like that, they're like, Oh man, this this is great and like the adrenaline rush that people get. Like yeah. you just hear so many positive stories about people's first time, uh when they don't get a grievous bodily injury. I remember one of my <laughs> first games. Um I, I actually have a similar experience because we um we used to play shirts versus skins when I started Airsoft. So uh, that was indoor airsoft, and that's that's painful. Yeah. And I remember uh, I was playing with this guy, it was his first game, and he thought it was a great idea to take off his mask. And I was like, dude, don't take off your mask. Oh and my goodness. And the second he d- took off the mask, he got shot in the eye, and he was blind for three months. He got his sight back after He's that. He's
1: lucky he got it back. So
0: lucky. Uh, but it wasn't a point blank shot. It was like a shot from like 10, 15 meters away, uh, and it was just one shot uh, to the eye. Yeah. And um, yeah, don't take off your mask.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely not. I know I was at an indoor place one time and I, my air, my, all of a sudden my BBs were just gone like this because I HPA, and they were just like shooting and then they were slowly not going far enough. And I was like, hmm. And it felt like the trigger felt different on my gun. And then all of a sudden <laughs> I see my BBs going shorter and shorter. And I was like, there's something wrong. So I go back to my spawn and I'm like taking my bag off to check my air and I'm like <laughs> almost completely empty. Yeah. So I'm walking out to like get out of the game and I had like nothing on my chest because I took yeah. it off sure. and this guy and wait, jumped an, up another, and shot me. Another nipple shot? Yeah. Like three of them all spread across the whole boob and I was like, this is, and that was just like this past year and it was so pain. I almost cried because that was like almost point blank. It was like bruises all over my chest. So Those the... was definitely a bad one.
0: The only equivalent pain I have was actually in that same game uh, where my friend lost his eyesight. Um, it was a two or three-story field we were playing in, okay. and I remember walking upstairs uh, to get to the second level, and an enemy was hiding under the stairs. And as I walked up, I got shot point blank all the way up Main Street, and... <clears throat> my god that was the worst I pain i've imagine. ever experienced in because you don't you don't have armor there uh-huh. and oh very very unpleasant and i think the way like airsoft pain works is like the flabbier and fattier the area the more pain you feel and yeah. the the bonier the area the less pain like i get shot in my forearms all the time and it's nothing
1: uh-huh. but if i get
0: like shot in the thigh or something it's it's quite painful
1: yeah like uh stomach shots and butt shots are so bad.
0: Yeah, love handles sting. (laughs)
1: Mm -hmm. My least favorite shot's definitely like the very top of my head though. Even though there's no fat up there, I got like domed one time. Yeah. I can literally still feel it ricocheting in my head. Like it was the worst thing ever.
0: Especially when you're a big bold guy like me. People love shooting you in the dome. (laughs) Yeah. I've I've experienced that a lot. That's rough. All right. So why do you play airsoft? People seem to play for a variety of reasons. I hear some people play because of the community benefits, other people play for the physical benefits. Uh, other people just love hunting other humans. Where you know, where safe, do you fit? Way.
1: Um I am a well-rounded person, I guess. I like I, there's a lot of reasons why I fell in love with airsoft. Um one of them is that it helped me like myself again and find okay. more of a life outside of being a mom like mm,
0: that's important
1: yes i got married had a baby then my husband was going through chemo treatments and i got lost in being like this cookie cutter version of myself and you Airsoft lose your whole identity
0: me. when that happens and you yes. have to you lose a lot of friends you lose a lot of relationships and uh-huh. you you really just take on this new role which is something you've never done before and it's now it's completely who you are. So
1: absolutely, you can
0: completely reset your identity. It's it's really important to be able to find yourself after you have kids.
1: Yeah, exactly. And it, it helped me, it helped me find myself through that. It helped me forgive myself for the stress of the chemo and cancer treatments. It helps me stay active and find a physical activity that I love because I'm, I like working out, but I'm kind of like lazy at the same time. Does that make sense? Like I love getting on a <laughs> yeah. treadmill, but. Oh. I have a gym membership go. that
0: I don't use. Uh, I I'll, yes. I'll, I'll, I'll pay $100 a month for my gym and I don't go there. And then I also pay $100 each airsoft game. So I probably spend $200 a month on airsoft games. And I'll always go to all of them and I'll put my cardio in there. But yes. I uh, yeah. do not want to run on that goddamn treadmill.
1: Yeah, I won't. It's awful. I mean, I'll walk on the treadmill or like fast walk, but I won't run. I hate running so much. Um, I will walk to rough. the
0: liquor store is what I will do. <laughs>
1: I'll do that
0: too. All right, right, cool, cool. So next I'm going to show uh, everyone your Instagram so people can get in contact with you. So let me just share my screen now. Can you see my screen?
1: No, it's loading. I can see your screen, but I don't see anything on it yet.
0: Okay, I should be sharing your Instagram.
1: Okay, I don't see my Instagram yet.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's there, there we go. Oh. We're good. Yep. All right. So if you guys want to follow uh, Mama Yaga, it's uh, Mama Yaga dot At the moment, she's got four thousand followers. So let's try to push that up to around five thousand. Um. Here, uh you've got quite a few good pictures. Uh, I love like the pictures of guns. You got some cool pictures from training, but I'd like to find out about some of the pictures here and really just like find out the backstory. Can you tell me about these uh, three ladies?
1: Yeah, so the girl on the left, I don't know if that's the same left as for you, but uh, the yellow greenish dye mask, that's my friend Lexi. Um, fun fact, my second time I we were playing Airsoft, I met her there. We both had like uh, Harry Potter patches on, or I had one. She was like, is that a Harry Potter patch? And then we bonded over it and we all became best friends her and her boyfriend and our kids are like the same age so they play together all the time um yeah so she's on my team and then um the other girl is on a slaughter gang and she is wonderful but anyway we were at a tournament and that tournament was at htk and i was like oh my goodness all three of us are here we need to Uh, take a picture so we hurried up and got a picture together because it's it's just wonderful to see more women in the sport and so many times especially where I live like a northeast area there's not too many women in airsoft and Lexi and I are both trying to push that a lot more in our area get more women to join um, just try it out and see if they like it uh, support that situation in general and make sure that everyone at open like plays and fields are also welcoming and not intimidating women, like letting them learn the sport, because if we don't let them learn and help them learn, then it's not going to grow.
0: It's it's the same in Japan. We've got lots of girls uh, and women in Japan playing. And uh, before Corona, I remember like 30% of the games were female players, which was just great. Mm -hmm. Uh, After Corona, it seems like those numbers have dropped just from my own observations. Um, But it does seem that now, since Corona is it's still a thing, but just no one cares about it anymore here. So uh, <laughs> everything's kind of going back to normal. Airsoft is going back to normal. The the numbers are coming back. And uh, hopefully the we'll see more and more uh, female players. I hope so. All right. Next one I wanted to ask about was... Where was it? it was this one here. So is this your son?
1: Yes, that's my son. So that day... Um that that picture um it was a stressful practice we had a tournament tournament coming up like that week and they're trying to get as many rounds as we could in one it's freezing cold like him and i both have like numerous layers on in that picture and the field is also filthy so anyway it's miserable i'm trying to keep him out of the Area where all the shooting was going on and keep him to the side. That's his die mask on the floor right beside me, too, actually. Oh, he's going he has...
0: die mask. That's cool. Yeah.
1: Actually, I don't know if that's, I don't think that one's die. I think it's HK Army. I can't it remember. It looks what like HK Army. I think that's what it is. It's not die, but yeah, that's his mask. I can't remember what his mask is right now, but I think it's HK. Anyway, though, it was just a moment where I had to prioritize being a mom over playing airsoft. And I was like bummed at first and I wanted to be grumpy towards Ben. And then I was like, nah, it's not his fault. Like, he wants mommy time. I got to let him have mommy time also. Because he gets dragged along all my airsoft events, so.
0: no, oh, It's cool. It's it's hard to strike that balance between being a parent and being a player. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's all about balance. Everything in moderation. Okay, now, what was that last picture I wanted to ask you about? Uh, this one here. I heard this year was your first tournament.
1: Yes, that's the first tournament. Um that was at Nashville Airsoft and um as you could see we're all in like mismatch clothes and it, it was completely chaotic. Um my very first like our very first match as a team, my gun went down. Now if I'm in a tournament and my gun goes down, I can handle it and know what I'm gonna do. But then my gun went down and I was completely lost on Any kind of like what to do in that situation. So, but now I would be like, make call outs, do something else, cause a distraction, anything else than what I did that day. So, (laughs) but yes, that's just my teammates and me. It was a fun time. Nice. That's the original, original Nebula squad.
0: Cool. Thanks for sharing that. It looks like you've Mm, got some good pictures on your page and you got some good people you can play with. That's cool. Thank you. All right. So, talking about teams i'd like you to make a uh, a pitch now i'll give you one minute and i want you to tell people why they should have you on their team what is the advantage of having mama yaga play with them
1: uh i am super great at laning i can shoot very very fast so if i get a good lane on like someone and i have if i know the field well enough and i know where to be looking at when I know the other team and where they're going to go. I can lean very well or suppress while my other teammates get into their positions that they need. Um, I'm super fun. Honestly, I think I am. I'm not like a super cocky person, but I know I'm very fun on the airsoft field. I am um, laughing no matter what. I, If I'm losing, I'm still having fun. Um, obviously, I want to win all the time. But even when I'm losing, I'm having a blast. Um, I can take constructive criticism. I do like to be told what I'm doing well as well, though. I don't want to only get negatives. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think that's, that's the best best options for me. I don't know. Friendly. Right, so
0: if, if you're in the area, if you want someone fun that's really good at taking a lane, then yeah, hit up Mama Yaga. All right, let's uh, move on to part two now. This year is Guns and Loadout. Uh, if you have any guns, you're welcome to show them to the camera because this is YouTube, we're fine. Don't do that on Instagram, you get in trouble, but YouTube is fine.
1: And TikTok.
0: So, yeah, TikTok does not like Airsoft. Okay, so for a first one, uh, tell me about your guns and gear. Uh, tell me all about your current uh, setup.
1: Okay, so right now, like for my like chest and bag, I'm using a Speedsoft Speedcam. Um, I honestly love it. Um, i'll probably try out a few other things too we had a sponsorship with them and i i got that with that um i liked it regardless before we even got the sponsorship but we're not um partnered with them anymore we're still friends though um i run epm1 like pts epm1 mags um this is my usual gun and it's um, it started out as a Tipman and it's like not anymore. It's like fully custom. This is, um,
0: Wait, Tippmann make airsoft guns?
1: No, it was just, the... well, yeah, the... yeah, yeah. It was, I'm sorry. Yeah, it was airsoft gun. Um, but yeah, that's where I got this amped airsoft. That's where I started it. And yeah, the only thing left is the grip, um, tap, drop stock.
0: <laughs> that is a very meta- um, speed soft gun. I like it. Thank
1: you. Uh, this is my newest one. I have not gotten to both of them. Have um.
0: Wait, that's just the same gun.
1: Nope. <laughs> <laughs> it is very similar, though. Um, so this um is from Koa Customs. I haven't used it yet. Um, I'm planning on shooting it this weekend. It is insanely light. Like it literally is. Like I. I can't even express how light this thing is. Um,
0: you, you would not like my Strak like is it yesterday. Heavy? <laughs> people couldn't lift it. Like I was giving it to people, and they're like, "I can't, I can't like, shoulder can't this. this."
1: Oh my goodness, it's too much for me. It's my first gun was so heavy, and this is so light. Um, yeah. Anyway, he had a pink um, order, I guess, and they canceled uh. on him. So he like customized it and sent it to me, like fully, like tracer the engine in it everything like fully ready to shoot and i it was an incredible gift and i'm, I'm very grateful um i'm very excited to try it out especially because like i didn't even think my gun could get lighter and he gave me like a very similar gun but lighter and i'm like i can run everywhere with that thing so oh I'm that's excited. great when you
0: have a light gun you can run like i remember yes. like if i use my uh sometimes i like dual wield mp5s and the mp5s from like marui just they're just so light you don't even know you're carrying if you put two of them on a sling you can like drop them on the sling you don't even know you're carrying them
1: (laughs) Um, But yeah when
0: you get like the the next generation mp5 it's the same as the real one so it's just heavy as shit it feels like you're carrying seven regular mp5s (laughs) but yeah uh speed is definitely important if you want to run around so yeah i feel that Okay, so I'd like you to choose uh, one of your guns uh, at the moment, uh, sh- uh, hold it up to the screen, and I want you to persuade me to buy this gun.
1: Okay.
0: So, so. I have thousand, two thousand dollars to spend on airsoft. I'm looking to get a new gun. I want you to be the salesperson and pitch me this gun. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah, ready. So, I'm in the market for a new airsoft gun. Uh, What do you recommend?
1: Recommend this baby. Fully custom. You ever have uh, a significant other that's always reliable and trustworthy? I guess that's the same word. (laughs) Sorry. Um, uh, Anyway, this is what this is. Always reliable, super lightweight, um, fully tunable. Um, It's is small and light to where you can easily go around bunkers, you can run with it. Um it's sorry, easy to stay in uh in cover and maneuver it. So I don't know, I think that's all I have though. No, it sounds but good. Isn't That's <laughs> <laughs> uh I see honestly I, I don't know. I just so many people like do so much more with their guns and I found this one and i just loved it so much i never really went great to getting a bunch of other guns
0: do you have a large collection of guns or is it just those two
1: uh no i also have an aap and assassin yeah and then i um this is a birthday gift it's a like a what's it called i have it tossed down vector carbine kit which i knew i'm sorry i just completely forgot so yeah the AP's is in here and then this is um yeah the carbine kit which i really liked i haven't gotten to play around with it too much though
0: yeah carbine kits are popular in japan i see a lot of people running them on glocks and stuff like that
1: yeah i'm not i wish i like my very first time playing a pistol was when i went on vacation in california this summer and like any kind of like just gun like a smaller gun uh and i was so scared to do it just because i was so used to running like rifles and stuff and um i mean not all my guns are small regardless but it was a nice change i i it was hard i haven't done it like in speed subject yet because i'm usually like a back player so it's easier for me to have like a different kind of style of gun and uh now with the new league we're in it's roles where it's like you have to have two pistols and three, I think, three rifles on the field yeah. at all times. Like you need to have at least that amount of numbers and then you can change it around. Um, so I'm trying to be a little bit more flexible with my gun use. So that way, if, you know, we need any kind of front player with a pistol, I can do it if I need to. Well,
0: that's nice. Uh, getting flexibility is, is really important. And the more roles that you can play the better you can be at the sport and the more useful you are for the team. So, no, idea. Yeah. Right. All right. So let's go to the next one here. Uh, I want to look at a loadout recommendation. Um, we can choose three budgets, a $100 budget, a $500 budget, or a $1,000 budget. Uh, what budget would you like to choose for this?
1: Um, is it just the gun?
0: No, oh, it's... it's how however you want to spend the money
1: okay so if i mean i guess i'd do the 400 budget just cuz that's or i'm sorry 500 budget so.
0: okay so let's do that so if all right so if let's look at the perfect loadout for a beginner getting into speedsoft if a beginner wants to get into speedsoft and start getting their own kit how would you recommend they spend their first 500 dollars
1: if they want, like, a, a pistol-style gun, I'd go with the AAP. It's, like, $99, $100. And then um, the, I would get a M from Speedsoft as well because um, then you had the whole setup for that. Now, another thing you could do is, if you want, like, an M4, to go with a and g uh, because there's different styles, and that's that would be, like, more, like, the that would be a 500 straight off or 400 straight off right there with that. So you'd have to figure out something with the chest rig, but that those would be my suggestions for something that you can easily customize or move up from, but is also reliable in the beginning without moving it around too much or customizing too much in the very beginning of it.
0: Okay, so how much are we looking at that? So you said the, the pistol is going to set you back about $100. dollars
1: uh-huh. mm yeah, that's the AAP is like a ninety-nine to a hundred dollars, and then the G and Gs run. No, that would be one, two separate things. Like if you'd want, so if you're doing a five hundred dollar budget, you could do like the AAP and the speed gam, or like a like oh, chest oh, oh. rig.
0: What is a speed gam? I'm not familiar. It's, with It's um term.
1: like chest rig and a backpack, like a whole thing for it's from oh, Speedsoft. Okay. Now there's different companies. I don't know the other companies' uh, prices though, so.
0: So that's, and how much is that for this, the that backpack and belt system?
1: That's about um two hundred like with um with just that the speed gamma is I think it's eighty to a hundred. Okay, so let's say a hundred dollars for now, you
0: know backpack and belt. So we're at mm-hmm. about two hundred dollars now. So how did you recommend they spend the remaining three hundred?
1: I would uh I don't know cuz I was doing two separate things like if you wanted to get a, the M4 you could do a G like a G and G but if you were only doing the AP and then a Gam, I would use the remaining
0: for you would
1: definitely need a tracer because I'm trying yeah. to remember the pricing of a tracer I do apologize I can't remember like a uh
0: they're about $50 secondhand or $100 new
1: Yeah so I do you need a tracer for speed speedsoft cuz any any are you thinking or like to get like a, field, a bifrost you have have so one.
0: you can look like thor or you want the the blaster tracer or something uh, I like i have a, the
1: bifrost a... yeah that's what i would use i like Bifrost it is
0: fantastic for speed softers because it you know it, it, it's all about just looking cool <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah i like it a lot the only thing is is a, a new league we're doing this year we can't have the like flash on so i have to turn it off for that league but still just works really normal why is tracer. that i believe that they said um that's distracting for the refs or like um yeah i believe it's because of the refs like it, it's too much of a distraction where they can't it's hard for them to see because they have extra refs in this league to make sure that everyone's calling their hits completely and it's yeah, yeah they kind of pretty much put a ref on each individual person to make sure that they are calling their hits you know okay. like you'll have like i'll have a ref by me Watching where I'm shooting to see if that per like if that BB hits that person, but also if I would like not call my hit or
0: something like that, they would see the BB on me, especially if you're using traces, it, it's really easy to call the hits. Definitely. Um, all right, so that's nice. So, well, you have like eight plays and eight refs or something,
1: it's so some are like it's five usually, like on, on each team, so it's yeah, you have so there's like 10 refs, and wow, two. yeah. Now, not every that's... League, not every like speedsoft league does that though. Um, but yeah, they always try to have. Usually, it's like three to five refs probably. But this uh, newer one, it's from Europe. It's um NSL, and they're they're bringing in more refs, so
0: that's cool you you can never have too many refs like the biggest problem with airsoft is always cheaters so mm-hmm. if you can eliminate cheaters you've just dramatically improved the sport nice Absolutely. okay is there any money left or have we reached the the 500
1: i'm bad with math but I definitely i think there's more i would uh
0: because i i feel we're at uh we've done 100 for the gun and we've done 200 for that so we're at 300 get a nice 7. tracer Brand new, maybe 400 so there's about $100 left. you going to get a nice yeah. mask. you going to <gasps> oh, get extra no. magazines. I didn't even uh, think
1: about that. I'd definitely get a Bunker Kings mask. How
0: Jeez. much are they going to set you back?
1: Um, I actually don't remember the price of it. I'm so sorry. I thought I knew the prices, now I'm like confused. No, that's okay. I can look it up, though, real quick, if you want me to.
0: So I can just Google it now and okay. see how much Bunker Kings...
1: I really should know, especially because they're a sponsor. I'm so sorry.
0: <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> um, I can't find the prices in Japan. I'll go to the I website. $150. Found...
1: Okay.
0: Yeah, half so half a price of the more. dye mask. But I think this is the mask Kraken uses. I think I saw Kraken using this in one of his new videos.
1: I'm not sure. Do you know
0: Kraken Airsoft? Mm-hmm. All right, cool. So let's move on to the next part now. So this is part three, uh, the field. Uh, let's. Uh, can you tell me about what the fields in your local area are? Like, do you have a large selection of fields or is there only one field that you can go to?
1: Um, there's not a huge selection in my area, which is sad because I live in like Pittsburgh area in Pennsylvania. So it's a pretty big area. Um, I live outside of Pittsburgh, but we have Amped Airsoft. They are a, a store company, but they just opened an indoor field this year. Now, it it's not open to the public yet. They just announced it this in October. They announced it and um, they're probably going to be opening that in January. So I'm grateful for that. I'm very excited because as of right now, I have no indoor field. Um, the places we were practicing for indoor was Steel Town um, now they still have an outdoor field, Stilltown does. And they are opening a new indoor field, but we don't know when or exactly where the location is. Um, the other field near me is Three Rivers Paintball, and it's very, very close to me. Um, so there's a a lot of stuff that
0: goes on there. It's,
1: they always have like themed events and stuff. It's fun.
0: All right, nice. So, what I'd like you to do uh, is to choose uh, a field that you know you know a lot about, like I guess the regular field that you play at, and I'd like to do a short review of that field that we can use for like a YouTube video. Does that sound okay? Let me see. I'm,
1: gonna, I'm trying to think of what I could do.
0: I'm. Just, it's just think about the field you know best the your the one that you play at.
1: I haven't been playing at any of them, though. Three Rivers is closed because it's winter. And where um, do you play? Right now, nowhere until our tournaments. I'll be playing, um, let's see. It's been, it's hard because right now, like, my whole team, we have nowhere to practice right now for our tournaments coming up because that place that we were at um, was shut down, like, this year. Like, uh, October, it shut down, so. Damn. We haven't even we yeah we haven't had any indoor and we live in Pennsylvania so it's like snowy it's very hard to play outdoors a lot of places are closed um I could do I mean there's Rhode Island but that's an eight to ten hour trip from me but I lo- that was my favorite field I think I've ever played at but
0: that's cool we can skip the question because you lost okay. your local field so yeah it's, it's, uh, it's
1: that's what I was worried about I'm so sorry because it's it's uh, been it's been really hey, hard it, for it us It happens
0: like I'm lo- I'm losing my favorite field so. We have this abandoned hotel that we play in in uh, just the south of Tokyo, and uh, it's going to be demolished, so we we can't play there anymore. The last game is next week, so we're all going down for the final game, and that's been just one of my favorite places to play because I just love playing in realistic locations. I love taking cover uh, behind, you know, real shit, Um, Uh but I just love the way the engagements work because to be honest i i when i play at a speed soft field uh i don't like the engagements because everything is artificial like all of the the barriers it's you know it's, it's very they're like bunkers yeah bu- bunkers sure well, and no you're it, buying could use whatever word um they're you know they're, they're put and arranged in the field like to play a game and they there's so many angles so if you go hide behind one bunker then you have to cover four angles and stuff like that and it seems to be really artificial which is how the game works it's for the game Uh but when you play airsoft in a building and it's a real building you only have like two entry points and you can predict enemy movement so well like you know someone's going to come up the stairs or you know Uh if someone's going to come into the room they're going to move to the right because there's like an area there and becomes so much more fun like predicting how the enemy's gonna work and like setting traps and stuff like that. But when I play in like speed QB arenas, it's always just there's so many angles that it's I have to monitor at the same play. time. Mm. Yeah,
1: very different play. Like it's it's all airsoft, but it's absolutely different play. Um that's it's still just town- different styles
0: of the same game, but yeah
1: Yeah. The still town place I told you I shut down recently is like an abandoned like warehouse essentially, but it had like hallways in it. So it was insane. It was, um, ca- like if you picture like 50 people just shooting down a hallway at each other, trying to jump from like this room to this room to this room and like trying to push through, it was the most insane stuff ever. It was fun though. I, I very much enjoyed it and I'm sad to see it go.
0: Yeah. It's it's not fun when you lose a field that you really like. All right. So let's jump into the last section though. This is uh part four. Um, Here I have, let's play a a game which has changed my mind. Uh, I'm going to give you some topics. And each one of these topics is an opinion about Airsoft. And what I want you to do is disagree with me. Uh, Even if you agree with the idea, uh, just like in Debate Club, I want you to play devil's advocate (laughs) and prove me wrong. Um,
1: Help me grow as a person.
0: Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. All right, so disagree with me. Number one, uh, AEGs are the superior airsoft weapon.
1: I disagree because I'm like, I'm probably going to be the most awkward person you've ever had on this podcast. I'm so sorry. Um,
0: Uh, You're doing fine.
1: They're not as, I'm trying to think of the correct word. uh, Because you can't, you have to like tear it apart to change the spring to make your uh shot when you're outdoor or indoor. I'm trying to think of the right word. I'm so sorry. Um, like with HPA, all we do is just change our like um air and our hop up and we can change where our BBs are going. But with AEGs yeah. you have to like change it via the spring.
0: That's but right, I yeah. So I just can't it, think
1: of the right terminology for that.
0: Surely, like if you've got like a, a regular um, AEG, uh, you have to disassemble the gun, and you have to take out the mech box, and then you have to uh, take out the spring from there. If you have one of the newer AEGs, um, as I think my uh, my KSC has it. My KSC Strack, both of them have a quick change gearbox, so it's uh, so a quick change spring system. So it's very quick uh, to change the spring. But if you don't have one of those, yeah, you're going to be spending quite a long time to change the spring. So, yeah, I'll I'll give you that. Uh, HPA is much better for adjusting power on the fly. Nice. Okay, uh, number two. Uh, low caps are the superior form of uh, magazines.
1: I'd say... No, mid-caps are better because you have more ammo in um, and, and one shot. You don't have to change, like mag change as much, reload. So yeah, if you're on the field, you're good.
0: I see speed softers don't seem to like reloading. Is that a thing?
1: Yeah, because it's, um, it's such a fast-paced game. I, don't, I mean, I don't mind when I'm playing like an open play and stuff, but in a tournament, I absolutely hate it like uh literally I had just a practice like um it wasn't even an actual tournament but it was like that just style of play and I literally had a moment where I did not I always check and reload before I would peek somewhere or if I know someone's about to push because as you play it more often you can tell when a team or if you're the last man standing and there's so many times where I'm the last person standing because I'm a back player so I'll be the last person and there's like two or three of the other team members like on the opposite side and I'll know they're about to push on me. So I'll check my mag to make sure I'm good and hurry up and reload it if I need to because one time I didn't and I went to shoot. The person rushed me and I went to shoot them and I had no ammo and then I lost the round. I got knocked out and I was the last person on my team on the field. I was so devastated.
0: So yeah. I I did that yesterday. I thought I had ammo. Popped out, just uh, dry firing. It's like ah, damn it. Yes, it happens.
1: Yeah, uh, it's happened to one. everyone.
0: Last one. I want you to change my opinion on speed. Uh, Speedsoft is the best form of airsoft.
1: Um, I'd say no. Uh, Milsim is great because. You can get a a real-life feel for it. Um, There's a lot of tactical advantages. Um, Even though Speedsoft is called Speedsoft, it's more so your shooting is very, very fast. I mean, obviously the the game is fast, but when you're playing like a Milsim event, a lot of the times you're doing a lot more cardio than you would in Speedsoft, which I was completely backwards on that when I first started playing Airsoft. I was like, no, Speedsoft is running. I don't want to do it. And then I found out like a lot of Milsom events are a lot more running. Not all the time, but you know, I I went to like you a have thing. To cover the the summer. Distance. Yeah. And we were on like a disadvantage on the bottom of a hill. We had to run up the hill just to try to take the area as quick as we could. And I was like, I have not I can't. I tried and then our second match of it, I was like, I literally am not running up that hill. I can't do it. So
0: Yeah, that's like when you play speed soft and indoor airsoft like you might run like five meters but basically you're doing a short dash and you're not really running anywhere Mm -hmm. and if you are running the field's only 20 meters so you know it's it's fine like yeah running uh, and you're not wearing full kit most of the time uh and you're not carrying you know water and other heavy shit with you and you're not and you've got a very very light gun so yeah when you play milsim outside or just outdoor airsoft yeah it's
1: there's you a lot have of talent
0: physically be in shape and yep. i am not in shape so i um i'm fine playing indoor as soft but when i play outdoors like you'll hear me huffing and puffing in my videos i just need to edit it out because people give me shit in the comments because
1: no yeah, it's, it's just I'm, bad i i yeah my gopro footage of me like panting going up a hill or through bushes it's ridiculous it's so embarrassing
0: <laughs> i yeah i
1: even if i'm not doing fast pace outside stuff anytime i'm outdoors i'm like having trouble breathing so like if i'm playing airsoft i'm fine just going outside
0: yeah i I'm, I'm the same I, I really need to go to the gym more and uh one of the players on my team dan he is he's a beast he's in shape uh he goes to the gym all the time and he even wears like real plates uh when we play oh, so wow. he, yeah and uh he he's still faster than me <laughs> he's it is, I got a great video on our uh, Instagram and YouTube of me and Dan playing uh, Speedsoft, like, for the first time. And um, we're in full military kit. And uh, we're just, like, outpacing everyone on the field. It doesn't make sense. So Dan's, like, 100 kilos plus, like, probably 10 kilos of gear plus full, like, uh, um, uh, using a 416. Helmets, everything. We're just like running around the field, and it doesn't make sense how we're moving so fast. So, yeah, I get you.
1: It's definitely heavy stuff. I respect it.
0: (laughs) All right, so let's uh, change topic now and talk a little bit more about uh, some of your ideal experiences. What would be your dream airsoft gun?
1: I I get shit for this all the time. okay but my dream airsoft guns like the one i have already i love it i (laughs) like i'll have people my team tweak their guns and do so much shit to their guns and their gun will go down mid tournament and my gun is like always reliable it's all like i keep her clean and she shoots like a pro like i mean solid always straight line like i'm just beaming and i love it um and that's the most i could ask for like lighter light enough that i can move around it's short enough that i can like go around bunkers without catching it on shit or stressing about that at all um like when i have my gun and i'm on the field it's like a part of my body i don't even have to think about where my gun's at because it it just works with me so well and i i'm telling you i get so much shit for it all the time because everyone has a dream gun and i don't i just love the gun i have right now
0: well that's that's nice. Like, I, I hear a lot of people say like a minigun, like, uh, like uh a, a, was it M133 is, is uh-huh. just beautiful, but it's not really something for speed soft because, you know, it's full auto only. You don't want to use that on semi. So, yeah. yeah, it seems like you got the perfect tool for the task. What about a, a dream airsoft event? What would be your absolutely ideal airsoft event?
1: I think my ideal airsoft event would be exactly what EA fest is in Rhode Island. Okay. Um, they have like a whole, it's an indoor thing. They have like a whole community party. This year is my first time going. Um, so they have like vendors set out ups, outside, um food trucks every day coming through. The staff is like uh, amazing. Like, they never met me before and treated me like family the whole time like not knowing nice. who i was like not you know paying attention to my followers or anything like that like literally just treating me like a friend a family a mother anything like because my son is there too so it's great like okay, they, they treated um,
0: you like a human
1: yeah and it was just so nice and then yeah they have like a whole open play area that's like it's crazy like they have cars in there it's it's so much fun um they have i wrote it down like what it's called i can't remember what it's called now um the skirmish skirmish system where it's oh, like yeah, timed that's, reloads or like it's becoming really
0: popular now i'm seeing that being yeah. used at more fields more people are posting about it at instagram um tell people about it because not everyone's familiar with it
1: so i don't fully understand the complete concept i think so pretty much so you have a band and you go you have to scan in before you go in um to each team's like counted how many people were in it based on your like band and then um when you get knocked out it's like a timed and i don't know if it's based on like each player has a certain amount of time before they get out back out on the field or if it's they trickle in response so that way the teams are balanced out i'm not quite sure exactly or if there's a way to change that system i don't know if you know that or not like if it's based it's on, probably
0: adjustable in the settings
1: that's what i'm thinking too so but that's really nice because i don't like just a constant constant respawning like i like the the timed respawns or the one like uh like one life type batches every once in a while yeah. just to change things up um yeah so that's i don't know i just i love that system it was my first time playing with that and i really enjoyed it
0: nice uh it's not in japan yet but i would really like to play for too. Uh, I really like the idea of bringing more technology to Airsoft because a lot of the fields can be, you know, a little antiquated when it comes to technology. Uh-huh. Uh But, you know, we've got some cool fields. Like, we've got this field called SEALs, and they've got like 20 flags uh, around the field. And each flag is like completely digital and it's got two buttons. You have to like hold both buttons. Oh, and then you see cool. all the lights on the flag light up. It's got like 20 lights. It's like, okay. dun 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 dun. And yeah. if you can hold. The thing down for like 30 seconds, and the big light goes off at the top, and you capture the flag, and like, yeah, hey, that's cool. That's definitely a
1: way to like help human error too, because like, you know, sometimes refs aren't. Sometimes you go to a field, it's no offense, because I know they're just, you know, they're just refs and stuff. Sometimes it's like a 16 year old boy on a weekend who doesn't care, and they're like not really counting the amount of time you're holding a flag if you're playing something like that. Like they're just kind of screwing around. Like every once in a while you have that, but if you have like you know that kind of tech into it it helps eliminate that human error i guess it's a good way to say it. Yeah, it
0: just it sets expectations really well and it just makes things more fun because you know clearly when you win you don't need to you know defend yourself and just dis- yeah. discuss things it's like oh light went off we won that's it yeah
1: it's nice it's very helpful um but yeah eafs like with uh they also had like a whole speed qb section set up too, or a speed soft section so it was like both you had both like the best of both worlds and then um all the vendors they and had stuff. Montana. So was, yeah so it was just it was great to me I loved that kind of uh event just having so much going on touch tons of like community uh I didn't even I'm not anywhere near Rhode Island and it was like I was a part of their whole community like they had just people who don't even play airsoft just coming down to have fun and, and get from the food trucks and stuff and it was so supportive and I, I loved it so
0: yeah, I love that about the community. Like the Airsoft community is incredibly supportive. Like you'll never find a group of nicer people online.
1: Yeah, I agree. All
0: right, uh, last one. What about a dream Airsoft team? If you could uh, squad up with uh, six people, who are you choosing?
1: Um, individually, I, I don't know. I know there's a team in Canada called um, Skate Fast, and they seem like. They're. I've hardly even talked to them. They probably I have no clue I'm talking about them right now. But they seem so funny and cool and just down to earth. And I want to play with them so bad. Like I've been dying to get to Canada so I can play with them. And now all the Canadian stuff's going on with airsoft, and I'm like, this is such a bummer. But yeah, them and um, I love playing with the HSA guys too. Um, they're they're a great team of of guys, and they're all over the world. Like, um, I believe they have player in japan then there's players in tennessee california i can't remember else but they're like spread the whole way across the country so yeah, oh,
0: like no that's them. cool uh so you just want to play with like all six of them mm-hmm. all right yeah. cool good choice all right so for next one here we're going to talk about uh techniques tips and tricks and just how to get better at Airsoft. So what is your advice on how to improve at Speedsoft? What what do you do to get better?
1: Um, so I I am trying to get back into getting on the treadmill now because I was like I told you, I was sick for so long. Yeah. I don't know if you remember, that's why I like didn't book like get into the thing right away um i I, I
0: remember you uh it was a few months ago and you said yeah things things weren't going really well at that time
1: yes it was like months of being sick and then i recently um got on antibiotics and steroids and it finally cleared up so anyway i'm trying to get back into a good routine but getting on the treadmill even if you're not running like if you're just walking on the treadmill it helps so much and it keeps you oh yeah kind of like able to move keeps your body moving so you're better playing speed soft um Stretching is a huge thing too. I can't tell you, I'm only 30 and I've like tweaked my back so many times, just not even <laughs> doing anything. Like, literally, just my gun's light as hell, and I just go like this, and there's my back. It's so yep, annoying. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, and then snapshotting at home. Like, my I do it sometimes, but not as often as my husband does it. He'll literally just be playing with his guns in every hallway possible. I swear to God, he sits on the toilet and like does it too. So, like, just practicing snapshotting because. In like tournaments, it's important to be able to snap real quick and like be able to see and get a, a like a view on someone or getting a shot out to them quick, but getting back in because as soon as they see you, as soon as you see them, they're seeing you. So you got to yeah. shoot and tuck, shoot and tuck, essentially. So can you demonstrate
0: that things. for the camera?
1: Yeah. So, see how upper I am. So it's like you're like this, and you turn up and quick out, and then snap and snap. It's like a snap. So. I don't know if I looked really weird doing that right now, but because I'm trying not to hit my gun off the mic stand. But, yeah, so, like, I don't know. so this is the bunker right here. So you're, like, tucked in behind it, essentially, and then you snap out real quick and then snap back in. And then you need to be able to do it on both sides. So that's why it's important to practice at home so that way you can do both sides easily. So
0: my hand uh, When you're you're doing the, uh, Um, the snapshot do you um line up the player position because i find what works really well like when i'm doing the the snapshot even though i i hate snapshots because <laughs> i just feel they're cheap I, so many I kn- people
1: do it is it is
0: uh i i will use them if i have to clear a corner but I, I, otherwise um yeah i try not to use them but if if you do use them like i've I I got this technique from Philip. I saw Philip Airsoft doing this. He's one of the best players in Japan. And he went around a corner and then he saw the enemy. He didn't shoot them. And then he went back behind cover, remembered where Mm -hmm. the enemy was and then adjusted his reticle exactly to the position where the enemy would be and then just popped and took him out with that. And it was really interesting how he lined up the shot perfectly in cover like he had like an x-ray. And then he didn't um adjust his gun in uh while he was popping out the gun was perfectly aligned with the red dot right on the person and this was yeah. like 20 meters away it was a really long shot It yeah, popped that's out impressive. took it went back and it was was beautiful so uh I might emulate that but uh, yeah, any it's other but a,
1: a different style honestly cuz it's not something you want to use too much in like a lot of milsim events that's definitely effective with it though but oh it's um... effective Sometimes I'll literally use it just to see, not even get a shot, but to distract or see where a player is um, so I can make a call out also, just to let my team yep. know where someone's at. Um, always, I don't know, always unplug your battery. So many people don't unplug their batteries or, like, unload their mags, and I think it's, like, it's something stupid that you don't think to do, but it's just something that, like, took me a hot minute in the very beginning of playing Aristotle to remember to do that all the time. It's not really something to help with your playstyle, but... It helps. Keep Interesting. Your stuff
0: so, good. talking about batteries, so I, I assume like you're just talking about LiPo batteries, right?
1: Uh-huh.
0: Yeah. So, of course, uh, LiPo batteries need to be, you know, you. I think the max you can, um, the max you should leave them at full charge is like one week, um, and ideally, you should only do it for like one or two days, and then as soon as you're finished, you should discharge them to like 3.8 per cell and then you can keep them for a long time. For magazines, I've heard different things. And the current theory I I like at the moment is spring tension. So I've heard people say that basically, if the magazine is completely full of BBs, or if it's completely empty of BBs, the spring doesn't care. And it's it's indifferent to that. But when you have it like half full of BBs, is where the spring tension changes. So Um, don't leave it like half full of BBs, but if it's under hundred percent pressure or zero pressure, it's fine. Okay. That's, that's what I've heard, but, but just do the same thing consistently. So (laughs) either have it empty all the time, have it full all the time. I leave all my mags full all the time. Uh, because then like, even these, like I've got my, these are my Strac mags and these are very similar to Vector mags and yeah, they're full probably. Yeah. So I can just. Go into a game and just I'm all, all, all good to go. I hate loading up my mags before a game because it just takes time, so i I always have everything good to go. I can just grab everything I want, just head out, even with c o two I'm finding that um there's so many different opinions about how to keep uh gas, so some people say I've heard from gun stores, I've heard from manufacturers, I've heard from veteran players. And I've heard different things from everyone. Like some people say you should completely empty your gas and store your magazines completely dry. And that's what a manufacturer said. Uh, I've heard lots of American players saying that you should empty your gas uh, after the game, but then store with like 5% gas inside so it's able to maintain the seals. I've heard other people say, you know, store it at 100%. Like there's so many different opinions coming out by so many people. It's really hard to find oh, what yeah, works. yeah, it is. But yeah, what I find, um, it depends on the magazine. It depends on the valve. So some magazines are designed to be empty. Uh, other ones are designed to have a little bit of air in them. And for CO2, uh, I'm finding that it's actually fine just to leave your CO2 bombs, or sorry, canisters uh, in your mags. And I I've got eight mags for my uh, M45 in CO2. I just I just leave them in. I I never remove the CO2 until it's you know empty, and then I change it. And I haven't had any problems at all. But when I was depleting the CO2 after every game and changing out the canisters, I was having so many problems with the mags. So yeah, you figured out. Man, what it's really hard to get a consensus on this. Yeah. All right. So for a last uh, question today, uh, we just have. Uh, uh, players you love and players you hate can you tell us about the kinds of airsofters that you love and the kinds of airsofters that you just totally despise
1: um i love airsofters that have great communication great sportsmanship like someone who knows how to lose i literally cannot stand people who as soon as they lose are like angry like i understand getting frustrated but it drives me insane when you get like a really angry dude you just like storming around because he lost a game or he's throwing a fit and calling someone a cheater or could not call their hits and i'm like can you calm down like it's literally airsoft like and i i am i can be very competitive but there's a difference between being upset with yourself or the situation and just being a rude person storming around like that. So I, I hate when people make a huge scene when they lose a game. Um, so yeah, communication, sportsmanship, and then just people who are able to talk. Like I can just talk with them easily, Um, give off good vibes. They're helpful. Like I'm still, I think I've been playing for, this is like my second year. So I'm very, in my opinion, very new to the sport. Like I'm learning things and uh, whenever... I have people who are willing to teach me or help me with something and point out something I'm doing wrong. I love that. Like, whether it's just my my gun or my gear or play style, like I had, it was in the middle of a tournament, or not in the middle, right after the round, the guy on the opposite team came up to me and was like, hey, um, you got me out here, but right here is what you did wrong. Like, after that, I saw you do this wrong. And, like, you know, we were literally just playing each other. And then he came over and told me, and then we, like, were super chill with each other after that, so. And I like that. I like whenever someone can tell me what I'm doing wrong but like give me a helpful like comment with it. You know what I mean? So um That's good feedback. Yes, absolutely. And then yeah, people I hate I not calling your hits um yeah. People who like spawn trap a lot or camp like right in someone's like spawn or right on top of their spawn and so frustrating. I usually like freaking like Bolt out of spawn, like just spraying babies until I get to them and then just like light them up. So,
0: yeah, get them out there
1: it drives me crazy.
0: Yeah, no one likes spawn campers. No,
1: it's <laughs> so frustrating, especially when you're like on a team with a whole bunch of like, I don't. Do you guys have like do rentals or you're at like, I'm assuming yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay.
0: We, we do rentals.
1: Okay. Um, Normally, yeah, so...
0: it, it depends, but depending on where you go, you can have 10 20% of the players' rentals. Okay. If you go to the beginner fields that I was talking about at the start of the podcast, okay. it can be 90% rentals. So
1: Yeah, that's and most of the time the rentals are like little kids, like little, like young, young kids. And, you know, they'll all want to be playing together because they're afraid to be split up. Okay. And you have one team with them, and that's perfectly fine. Like, I absolutely don't mind having kids on my team. Um, they're going to have to learn no matter what. And I know I can, like, pick up that extra slack if I need to. Um, it just puts a... Uh, i'm trying to think gives me something to to keep going like pushes me forward like that i can you know i know they're newer and i need to do extra so but yeah anytime i have like a bunch of kids on my team i end up getting like spawn trapped and then i had to like storm out there and like get to the person who's just camping right there and it's so frustrating sometimes Cause if you know you're playing with little kids, just take a step back. You know you're right by their spawn. Take a step back. <laughs> How are you having fun?
0: Yeah, we um we don't play with kids in Japan. Kids, you can't play airsoft until you're 18. So
1: that's helpful. Yeah.
0: Yeah, we don't have to deal with that.
1: Do you have gel blasters there? Like no. uh okay. oh, we
0: we do, but they're they're not popular because they're the same price as airsoft guns. So everyone uh, buys airsoft guns.
1: So. But do, like, kids run Gelsoft? There's, like, no Gelsoft no. like, areas i let that? Okay. I'm no, just curious.
0: Um, we have, like, once a month we have, like, a father and son game where, like, you can bring your kids to play airsoft. Um, <laughs> But that, we have to use different guns for that. So we have kids' airsoft guns that are called boys, and they fire at 50 meters per second. Actually, about 45 meters per second, I think. Which for you i guess it would be like 150 fps
1: okay
0: or maybe like maybe like maybe like 120 fps like they're they're absolute garbage probably um, literally yeah and they fire 0.12 gram BBs so you don't even know like when you get hit um i, I bought some of them for my daughter like to play with in the house and stuff but um it's not something you can really use well uh, Okay as soon as you use like an airsoft gun shooting like 300 fps you can't use one that's shooting like 150 fps like it's yeah. it, it's range is like 10 meters or less maybe 5 meters like I remember like just the bullet was just like dropping in front of me I'm like come on guys I I can't use this
1: I when I first started playing airsoft I like used someone else's gun so I, I've never had the rental experience ever <laughs> And everyone around me gives me shit for it. I'm pretty sure I might make a YouTube video of me, like, doing a rental experience now that I'm so used, like, I've just grown so accustomed to my gun and how it works to where it's, like, just a second, like, second nature. I just, I probably could play blindfolded at this point. Just not, I don't know where the bunkers are, but I could play still. Um, Ah,
0: I hear that. Like, I, at the last game I went to, I don't know, maybe two or three games ago, uh, my gun didn't pass chrono which is annoying because oh. it passed chrono at every other field I went to and it passed chrono in my house, but it didn't pass chrono at this field. So I'm like, well, your shit's broken. <laughs> it's not use mine. My... I haven't...
1: <laughs> use my oh, chrono. I didn't...
0: <laughs> I didn't do any adjustments to it. Yeah. And it, it, it had no internal mods and it was failing <laughs> chrono everywhere. I'm like, well, your shit's broken. Yeah. So, And this is my like $1,000 gun, which I wanted to use. And I, I, which I hauled all the way into the forest for like two, three hours, and I couldn't use it. So I was in a bad mood. They're like, Well, you can have a rental. I'm like, I don't want your rentals. <laughs> so I had to use their rental. And like, the trigger was like, You pull your womp. <laughs> I'm like, Oh, this is crap. Uh, but I used it in a match, and I was a little bit of a douchebag. And I kind of, I did spawn camp, but I, I raided the enemy base because it was like, Capture the flag. <laughs> I was, no it wasn't capture the flag it was yeah it was team deathmatch uh with respawns and i just like just did a line and just like ran right through the enemy base and just like shot everyone in So i didn't spawn camp them but it was more like a, oh that's an really a, different when an, an an run a through. 10 just like going down and just destroying everything in front of it and i did that i got like five kills the first time so i did it again i ran back through the base shot everyone again and then they knew where I was, and, like, the whole team chased me and shot me. I'm like, well, I deserve that. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: but I actually got quite a lot of kills, but all those kills were point blank. Like, I was shooting people, like, 50 centimeters in front of me. Uh, and at that range, the rental was fine, but, oh, uh, it was not a fun yeah, gun to use. Yeah, you had to be
1: it. an aggressive player to use it. Did you have oh, to, pay? Yeah. You had to pay for the rental then?
0: No, the manager was nice. He gave oh, it to me. Oh, that's
1: very nice, because I would like, have like, if I just you know brought your gun that you bought you paid for and then had to buy a rental too it'd be such a bummer
0: yeah i I was in a really shitty mood that day because everything that went wrong went wrong so like i was invited to this game i was my friend invited me to join his friends for a game he's like can you come out join my friends i'm yeah all right i'll do that and then everyone canceled and it was just me and i'm like what the hell is this (laughs) and then like the manager came out he's like where are all the other people for the reservation i'm like i I don't know i'm not the organizer but then i had to cop shit for everyone not showing up okay and i was like oh this is great so then and then when we went to play i couldn't use my gun because it didn't pass chrono so i'm getting pissed off then then it starts it's freezing cold it's like zero degrees and it starts raining (laughs) i'm like this day sucks yeah and then like three or four things happened from that just like snowballed but you do have some days where it just gets really, really shitty, but you know it's better the next day.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely have that. That's I had a a day like that today, just not airsoft related. So I feel you. It's like every <laughs> I was grateful that nothing in the podcast went wrong. I just lost track of my thoughts, but I was like terrified all day. I was like, my camera's not gonna work, computer's not gonna work, like something's not gonna work, and the
0: podcasting software's not gonna it's, work.
1: Yeah, I was terrified because it was just everything I could get wrong today went wrong, and
0: I was like. That's Murphy's Law. Yeah. No, I think you did a really good job on the podcast. You're able to answer all the questions well. There was no tech issues. The audio is working well. The video is working well. You've got a really good microphone. I think you did a really good job. Thanks.
1: I'm glad. Struggled with the money, though. I'm so bad. I, for some reason, my head just doesn't work that way. Like whenever I'm trying to, and I even like wrote like stuff down just to work through that. And I still am just like. Money. You're just like
0: a Bolter now. You're just like so rich. You don't know what a carton of milk costs.
1: Yeah, it's my, like a
0: hundred dollars.
1: My butler buys that for me. I don't yeah. know. No, i just right. yeah. Now I got someone send that's me what, a whole that's, gun. That's, that's I what forgot peasants it. do. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I do know the pricing. I just stay away from. Well, I don't know the pricing because I stay away. I <laughs> stay away from looking at it. So, like i i uh i it's not that i haven't seen the pricing before i just avoid looking at all i'm just like no can't i'm not buying anything
0: i understand all right so thank you very much for joining the uh the podcast today for the last part uh the mic is yours uh feel free to shout out anyone that you want to mention any friends brands sponsorships anything you're working on the uh the mic is yours uh
1: right now everything's pretty quiet for us um as soon as my team nebula as soon as we have uh, a working like local field again we're going to be throwing an event um i'm probably going to be partnering with amped airsoft for an event pretty soon um but we haven't worked out the kinks yet until they open the field um but yeah stay tuned keep an eye on my instagram if you're interested in anything like that or in my area um other than that i don't i mean i just want to shout out everyone who supports me all the time um the people who are so patient with my learning and and just teaching me or, or just supporting me in general liking my photos um supporting my team my sponsors and everything like that i just i appreciate all of you guys so much and um airsoft means the world to me and i hope it means as much to all of you guys It saved my life and just yeah keep going out there and playing
0: Nice. All right. So hopefully I'll be able to see you on the field one day and hopefully shoot you.